Content warning. This podcast episode contains information about eating disorders and drug use. If you or anyone you know needs support, you can reach out to the National Eating Disorders Association by calling or texting 800-931-2237 or the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration by calling or texting 800-662-4357. Thank you. Hello, listeners, and thank you for tuning into Self Love Isn't Selfish. My name is Olivia Hanigan, and today's episode will focus on how drugs are advertised to teenage girls and the sudden resurgence of 90s thinness. As a teenage girl myself, this is a very scary topic to think about, let alone research and write a whole podcast about. So while I will tell the facts, I also want to tell my story because of the complicated issue. Today, I was opening what was formerly Twitter and now coined X, and the first post I saw was a tweet by the New York Post with the caption, Bye bye booty. Heroin chic is back. Wow, I uttered, as I could not believe what had just popped up on my screen. The featured image showed the Kardashians, Kate Moss, Bella Hadid, and other sunken in and wayfish models who are all prominent people on my social media and simply in society. I wondered how many other teenage girls have seen this post. With over 861 reposts, 6.4 thousand likes, 18,000 quotes, and 1,200 bookmarks, this post is circulating the internet, and scarily so. According to the Polaris Teen Center, 4% of adolescents and teens ages 13 to 18 suffer from an anorexia bulimia or binge eating disorder, and 90% of teens with anorexia are female. Not only are eating disorders disproportionately more prevalent in teenage girls, but 69% of females ages 10 to 18 state that photographs of models and celebrities in the media motivated their ideal body shape. The term heroin chic has had a long history of support and backlash. It started to pick up in the 90s after seemingly healthy supermodels such as Cindy Crawford and Elle McPherson in the 80s. According to the Recovery Village, the term heroin chic came to be popular in the mid-1990s in the fashion world. The idea of heroin chic was characterized by certain features in top fashion models, including pale skin, dark under eye circles, and being thin and androgynous. The so-called progenitor of this quote-unquote artistic look was the model Gia Karanji. In 1997, Vogue did a feature on Karanji and her invention of heroin chic. According to FEG Health, Karanji died at the age of only 26 from HIV-AIDS-related complications. She contracted HIV from shooting heroin with dirty needles. Still, even after her death, Karanji's look was favored by many designers, with heroin chic models like Kate Moss perpetuating the trend, most notably in a 1993 Calvin Klein campaign. According to Britannica, in 1992, Moss signed with American designer Calvin Klein, and she subsequently appeared in a series of advertisements for his brand that highlighted her very thin frame clothed in skimpy attire. The Klein campaign, as well as a photo spread in British Vogue shot by day, caused a furor as Moss was accused of promoting anorexia and pedophilia. She became the symbol for the so-called heroin chic generation that followed the grunge style. Heroin chic is not having this resurgence out of nowhere. According to the New York Times, in 2020, cigarette sales had increased for the first time in two decades. They said, quote-unquote, smoking is back. Social media, fashion, and television also play a big role in different beauty trends, including heroin chic. According to The Cut, the aughts fashion revival, typified by low-rise whale tails and ubiquitous Mew Mew miniskirt, requires a narrow waist and flat stomach, 
and the cryptic pro-Anna language of yesterday's Tumblr sad girl has made its way onto today's TikTok. As well, according to The Guardian, Lowrise has made its return on the runway and therefore gained an increase in popularity. They also state the fears regarding Lowrise, saying, Many women recoil from a silhouette that seems to demand a lean abdomen and threatens to give you a muffin top, should you dare to have an ounce of spare flesh. According to Vogue, the late 90s and early aughts were a time when young women were instructed to consider celery a negative calorie food. Kate Moss's refrain that nothing tastes as good as skinny feels and countless other casual promotions of a punishing diet culture. The rise of low-rise jeans is, after all, the rise of the impossibly flat stomach. Journalist Anne Helen Peterson writes about the disdain she feels towards low-rise jeans, saying, We are attempting to reject a cultural moment that made so many of us feel undesirable, incomplete, and alienated from whatever fragile confidence we'd managed to accumulate. We are trying to avoid reinflecting that on ourselves, but more importantly, on the next generation. Television also advertises different beauty ideals, like HBO's Euphoria. Do not get me wrong, when Euphoria came out, I waited every Sunday night laying in my bed with popcorn in hand, ready for a new episode. Something about this show, I just enjoyed feeling a sense of depravity and idiosyncrasy as I sat alone watching the pitiful downfalls of many characters. One of the reasons I loved the show was because I felt better about myself but there are many flaws and discrepancies with the show. The Drug Abuse Resistance Education Program says, rather than further each parent's desire to keep their children safe from the potentially horrific consequences of drug abuse and other high-risk behavior, HBO's television drama Euphoria chooses to misguidedly glorify and depict high school student drug use, addiction, anonymous sex, violence, and other destructive behaviors as common and widespread in today's world. Euphoria's glorification of drugs is seen with protagonist Rue's eye bags, sunken face, and frail body, all waifish features that are ideals for the heroin chic body type. She gets this through her constant use of drugs, making watchers of Euphoria believe that this is the way for them to achieve said body type. Now for the facts. According to the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration, about 1.6 million kids ages 12 to 17 had some type of substance disorder in 2020. As well, according to the National Center for Health and Statistics data, in 2020, around 6,000 people ages 15 to 24 died from an overdose of opioids. This is scary stuff. With the examples given, it is easy to conclude that teenage girls are most impacted by this. With female models being the epitome of heroin chic, fashion typically made for women starting to become more and more low-rise, and the media showing different body trends on women, Teenage girls are the target for this marketing. For me, it's so hard to avoid these pro-anorexia beliefs. I've previously struggled with body dysmorphia and disordered eating, and seeing headlines like the New York Post is tempting me to go back to my old ways. But I know that is wrong. Drugs are killing teens. It is simply that. I don't want to risk my health and well-being to look like the women I see on the runway on television or social media. With the rise of Ozempic, which should be its entire podcast, drugs are constantly advertised to make women want to lose weight, according to The Atlantic. You do not need to fit a certain body type to be worthy. And you definitely should not try to lose weight by doing severely dangerous and illegal drugs. It is simply not worth it. That is all I have for you today. Thank you again for tuning into Self Love Isn't Selfish with me, Olivia Hunnigan. 
this was a little bit of a tough podcast to stomach and seeing all of the effects as I was researching was definitely a tough job, but I think it's so important to get this information out there. So just as a quick little PSA. And just as a reminder, as I like to close out my podcast, you are enough, you are continuing to grow, you are loved, and you aren't perfect, but nobody is. One of my favorite sayings that one of my friends told me is perfectly imperfect. So no, maybe a little cheesy, but just remember that. Please look out for the next episode of Self-Love Isn't Selfish coming in the new year. Thank you all so much.